I mean, let me ask you this. Would you be open to a seller carry with a decent down payment? Welcome to video three in this three-part video series where you get to look over my shoulder and watch me flip this partially completed new construction home in Leesburg, Georgia. On this video, I'm gonna break down how I restructured the deal and got the owner to agree to a creative financing strategy called seller or owner financing. This is a real estate strategy you really need to know. So if you'd like to see firsthand how to buy a house with owner financing, you don't wanna miss this video. Coming up. The Real Estate Funding Kit is out now. Learn how to get 100% funding for all your deals without dealing with the banks. Claim your free copy at myfundingkit.com. If you're new here to the channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. In case you missed videos one and two in this special video series, this is a property that I'm going to fix and flip in Leesburg, Georgia. Now, I live in Arizona, and I have never actually seen this property in person. This deal was brought to me by Patrice, who lives in Maryland, who's in my Finder program. He found the deal, he brought it to me, and met my criteria as a good fix and flip. And so now I'm going to step in and buy the property, which is currently scheduled to close in a few weeks. Then I'm going to fix it up and flip it. And just for finding and bringing me the deal, as soon as we go to closing on the purchase, I'll pay Patrice $10,000 just like that. Now, by the way, I have systems and capital in place to do fix and flip deals anywhere in the US, and I'm looking for more deals. If you'd like to be a finder for me and get $10,000 for every deal you bring me that meets my criteria, then I wanna invite you to a free training to learn how. You do need to be in my finder program to present deals to me, so if you're interested, go to my10kcheck.com to learn more. In video one, I showed how I crunched the numbers to determine that this was a good fix and flip deal. Then in video two, I showed how I found a market expert to verify what needed to be fixed up so that I could budget accordingly and make sure that I knew how much I needed to spend to sell the property for market value. Now, as of now, my goal is to spend approximately 100,000 to finish building the home and then sell it for 325,000. Now, since I have the contract with the seller for 85,000, if I hit those numbers, I should net after closing costs and carrying costs around $85,000 in profit. Now, can I do it? I don't know, time will tell. I'll be documenting the process from start to finish and creating additional videos just like this one so that you can see this deal as a case study and I can teach you important lessons along the way. By the way, I created a playlist of all of the videos pertaining to this deal and I'll put that playlist link in the description box below and you can follow along as the deal progresses. On this video, I wanna show you how I renegotiated my 85,000 all cash contract with the seller down to 75,000 all cash, and then back up to 85,000 in exchange for the seller to provide seller financing for me. Now, if that sounds really confusing, don't worry, stay with me. I'm going to do my best to break it down and make it clear. My initial contract with the seller for 85,000 all cash had a 10-day inspection contingency. Now, this gave me 10 full days to perform any due diligence and make sure I was comfortable with the deal. Well, this past week during my due diligence, I found out that the width of the staircase to the second story was not framed properly and does not meet the code requirement for width. It's like one inch off and the city may require that I tear it down and reconstruct it. So I went back to the seller and I told him that I needed a $10,000 price reduction in the event the city makes me rebuild the staircase. Why 10,000? It sounded like plenty of money for the time and hassle and cost to take care of the issue and he agreed to my request to amend the contract price to 75,000. 
Now, I did a video where I break down in detail my three-step process to renegotiate a contract using a real deal example. If you'd like to learn that process, I'll put a link to that video in the description below and you can watch it later. Once the seller agreed to the price reduction, I thought it was the perfect time to ask if he would be open to creative financing where instead of paying $75,000 all cash to buy the property, if he would be willing to take some money now and wait to get the rest until later. Now, when I presented this idea, he was open to it and we were able to agree on seller financing terms and I recorded that conversation, which I'll share with you in a minute, so keep watching. But first, let me explain what seller or owner financing is in case you're unclear. Seller financing is when rather than getting paid off in full upfront to sell you the property, the seller agrees to sell the property to you with a down payment and sometimes no money down and then carry the balance owed in the form of a seller finance loan. In essence, the seller is being the lender for you on his or her property. For example, let's say that a seller agrees to sell you the property for $85,000, but rather than you paying cash or borrowing the money from a third-party lender, like a bank or a private or hard money lender, and paying off the seller in full for $85,000, instead, the seller agrees to take some money down now and then wait to get paid off the rest until a later future date. The remaining balance is usually financed, meaning that you pay an interest rate until you pay it off, so in essence, the seller becomes a lender and finances you to buy his home. To illustrate, let's say that instead of selling me the property in Georgia for $75,000 cash, we agreed to $85,000 with $25,000 down as upfront down payment, and then the seller agrees to carry the balance of $60,000 for one year at 5% interest. Now, if that were the case, at the closing on the purchase, I would put $25,000 down, ownership would transfer to me. And now instead of having a loan for 60,000 with a third party lender, such as a bank or hard money lender, the seller would be the lender. And just like a bank, he would be protected with a mortgage lien on the property and would collect interest payments from me. Now, I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, and you'd like a more in-depth breakdown of how seller financing works, I did a video that goes into more detail. I'll put a link to that video in the description for you to check out later. And this example I just used is actually the terms that the seller and I agreed on. Now, let's cut to a call where we discussed and agreed to these terms so that you can actually see it firsthand live. Now, I'll pause to discuss what's happening to make sure you really grasp it. So right after he agreed to a price reduction from 85,000 to 75,000 due to the staircase issue, I asked if he would consider seller financing. Take a listen. I mean, let me ask you this. Would you be open to a seller carry with a decent down payment? Can we go up in price then if I do that? I mean, you know, cause you, you're not gonna have to pay hard money. Can I get the money you'd have to pay the hard money lender or at least some of it? I guess, what would you need down? What would you wanna see as a down payment? If you did that, uh, 25, maybe. Yeah. So if, if I paid 25 down, you carried the balance. I mean, I, we would even do like an interest rate, I guess, if you want, that's fine. I sat on the house for two years. So sitting on it right. for longer, I mean, then, if it then, helps you and it gets me a little more money then, you know, especially if it doesn't cost you anymore because you don't have to go for a hard money loan. I probably wouldn't do, even do hard money. And I would just self fund the whole thing. Like the rehab, okay. if you were open to waiting for the balance until I flip it. So we'd, and we do a lean and do it all right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it'd be a true seller carry. Every dime I put in is equity. So you're, you're protected, right? You got a lean in place. Yeah. Um, I do a, I do a 25 K down payment. Yeah. I would need the primary lien. Yeah. You'd be the first lien holder. Exactly. Yeah. And then if you waited for the balance until I sell it and we do a payoff, 
So when I asked if he'd consider doing a seller carry, he immediately asked if he could get more in price. Now let's talk about that. Usually when you ask a seller to carry all or some of the funds to buy the property, you're going to pay more than if you just bought it outright with cash. And that just makes sense. Cash always gets the best deal because the seller gets all of his money up front. If I ask him to wait to get paid some of his money, in most cases, I'm going to pay more in price. And usually that's okay because there is always a cost of money. In fact, the seller pointed out that if I didn't have to go get hard money to finance the purchase, I would be saving money. And he asked if he could get some of that in the form of a higher purchase price. Now, before agreeing to pay more, I wanted to know how much down he wanted, which he said 25,000. Now, at this point, we haven't agreed on a new price using seller carry. We're just getting clear on what it would look like. Now, take a listen to how we come to a new price. I still got a deal. Let me just ask you this. Is there any way we could do 95 if I do that? Well, we're at 75 cash or what with carry. What do I get for the loan? What would it cost you for to get hard money? That'd be like 10,000 for closing, right? I usually factor in about 6% of ARV. So if I sell this thing for 300,000, yeah, that's about 18 grand total. That's points, interest, everything. So it's probably a $10,000 difference all, all said and done if I don't do hard money. Does that include the interest rate that they would charge? Yeah, that's everything. That's everything, yeah. So if we're at 75, it puts us back up at 85. Okay, okay. So he asked if he could go to 95,000 on the price, and I reminded him that our current all cash price is 75,000, and that to me the savings and points and interest over a year by not having to use hard money would be about $10,000, which if he agreed to do a seller carry and I didn't have to use hard money, I would pass on that difference in the form of paying 85,000 instead of 75,000, and he agreed. So now this next part is just going over the terms of the seller carry loan, such as the length of the loan, the interest rate, you know, how the loan payment is handled, etc. Take a listen. So if you did if you did 85,000 on the price, 25 down puts us at 60, so then there's a loan for 60, would you be okay to carry that until I sell it? Yeah. I mean, that's not an issue. That's okay. not an issue. But I, and I would get 85. That helps me out a little bit, you know. I mean, it ties up my money for a little bit, but that's okay. Now, what do you envision the time to sale is? So what I would put in there is I'd say 12 months or at the sale of the property, whichever shall occur first. Okay. So that way, max is 12 months. I got to pay you off at 12 months, even if that means bring in new money because I'm not done. Or maybe you and I revisit the loan and do an extension with some a fee or something. Can we do an interest rate of some sort? But it could be a you know variable rate, maybe something that starts off lower and then uh, after a year it goes up a little bit. Yeah. What did you have in mind? Well, hard money's nine, so probably do less than that to start. Maybe I don't know six, five to start for the first year. And go up to nine for the second year. I mean, I better not be in this thing more than a year. <laughs> but well, but yeah. Thinking. I mean, it's really just an incentive. Now, can we defer that so it's just accumulated at payoff? Well, I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it just means it just accumulates, and then whatever the total accumulated interest is at the time of payoff is in addition to the principal. For so, for example, let's just say sixty thousand at a five percent interest only is three grand a year. That's two fifty a month. I'd hate to have to just make you a payment every month for 250. Why don't we just accumulate it? And then let's say it was 12 months. I'd, I'd owe you 60 plus three grand in interest at payout. Yeah, that's fine. No, okay. that. that makes sense. Yeah, 250 yeah. doesn't make any sense. No, me. like what a, yeah, it's like not worth the time for you to cash a check and me to write a check, right? Let's just get some straight. It's always worth my time to cash a check. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just don't want to just give you on that one. Um, yeah. Good point. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Um, no, we can do that. I can do that. So we agreed on a 12-month loan at 5% interest only deferred until the time of payoff. Now, after that conversation, I emailed the closing attorney handling the transaction, and I said the following. I just spoke to the seller and we came to a new agreement that would include seller financing and we would like you to represent us both and draft a new purchase and sale agreement and seller financing loan docs as well as help us with the closing and other terms of the agreement. Here is what we want to do. $85,000 purchase price with a $25,000 down payment, a $60,000 first position lien at 5% interest only deferred until payoff, a 12-month term with extension for another 12 months, with an increase to interest of 9%, a $1,500 non-refundable earnest money, no inspection contingency, and the sale pending free and clear title with a title insurance policy, closing to be on December 13th, and this will be a remote closing, which means a traveling notary comes to me on the 12th, closing docs are overnighted to the closing attorney by the 13th, and I wire the proceeds, so I don't have to attend the closing. And at this point, we've entered into a new agreement with these terms, and I'm preparing a closing and waiting for the seller carry loan docs to review. So stay tuned to the next step in this deal, which is to close and start the rehab. Of course, I'll keep doing videos so that you can see it in action and learn using a real live deal. Again, to follow all of the videos pertaining to this deal, check out the playlist link in the description. And if you learned something new on this video, do me a favor, hit that like button and leave a comment and let me know your biggest takeaway. I'd love to hear from you. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel with hundreds of videos on the channel and new videos released every single week. This is the fastest growing channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And don't forget, it's not about the money, it's about having the time and freedom to have, be, do, and give everything that God has in store for you. That's what it's really all about, and I'll see you on the next video.